This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. This is George Newbern, the voice of Superman. And you're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming at DCAUReview.com and on your favorite podcast app. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the DCAU Review, uh, this, uh, this special episode that we're recording. Um, we got uh, really terrible news today. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you already know, but uh, uh, we, we learned, all of us today learned of the passing of the, the voice of Batman, uh, Kevin Conroy, at the age of 66 years old, uh, after a brief battle with cancer. Um, he's survived by his husband and, and siblings, and uh, there is a, an enormous sense of loss for for all of us that uh, that knew him. Of course, I, I'm so emotional I didn't even introduce us. I'm Liam, and, and with me, as he always is, is Cal. Um, Cal, it's it's a uh, it's a tough day to, to say the least. Um, there's so many wonderful, beautiful tributes from from friends and his coworkers and his peers. Um, it's, it's hard to, uh, to put this into words, how to feel right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we talked about coming on and, and doing one of these and it's, it's hard because we, you know, we, the reason we do the podcast is to, you know, hopefully give people a, a break from reality sometimes or a distraction from the, from the terrible things that happen in, in the world. And, you know, there's so much negativity and there's so much, so many things that you can look to and see and, uh, and really be discouraged about what, what life, what life is all about. But we do our best to, to, you know, for an hour a week or an hour, hour and 10 minutes or whatever it turns out to be a week to hopefully put some smiles on people's faces and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, give them some nostalgic feelings and and bring them back to their childhood. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate that we were here doing this tribute show today for the man that was responsible (laughs) in a, in a large part for shaping Um, many of our childhoods the people that are listening to this podcast no doubt um, the people you and I specifically though this um, losing such a a a legend and in such a shocking and unexpected fashion um, is difficult it's difficult to come on here and but I think because he was such a legend and because of how kind he was to the fans of the DCAU and how he embraced this role as being this generation's Batman, a character that was so important to so many different people for so many reasons and, and brought so much joy and, and happiness in whatever, whatever iteration of Batman that he, that he was. Um, When you heard Kevin Conroy delivering the lines for Batman it just felt like you were safe and you were at home and that you could you know you were you were that that you recaptured that innocence that you had as a child where that stuff that is happening in the world is is an afterthought or is something that you you don't have to think about for the 22 minutes or the the hour and a half or whatever the the time frame is Um, peace of mind is a hard thing to grab a hold of and yeah. 
Kevin's contributions to this, this thing that we, uh, you know, we, we have a show about, we've been doing our show for five years. We just, you know, came across the 30th anniversary of the, you know, the original Batman, the animated series debuting. Um, and yeah, if, if, if only for the brief moments where you're, you're watching or rewatching those shows, whether as a child back then or, or as an adult now, um, you had peace of mind watching, watching and listening to, to Kevin Conroy's Batman. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, uh, it's a dark cloud, certainly uh, hanging over uh, everything uh, today. This uh, I, I think in the future sometime, I don't want to speak for Cal, but I think we'll do maybe a more long form tribute series. Absolutely. Um, I'd like to get a lot of, you know, some, some other folks on and, and just ask them, what Kevin Conroy's Batman meant to them. I'm um, so that we're not, we're not looking to make the the definitive tribute today. Um, uh, this is more just a, uh, a sharing of, of our feelings and our, our, our grief and, and the joy we find in looking back on this, even in, 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 in the midst of our grief. Um, uh, I put something on my, my, my personal Twitter today. I don't really advertise that on, on this show, but um uh, we don't we don't really talk about this side of our lives very often. But um, when when I was eight years old, and you were then a little bit older than me, um, <laughs> our uh, our parents got divorced, and mm-hmm. uh, things like Star Wars, things like Batman the animated series, eventually Batman Beyond and Justice League, and all that. Um, they that again that escapism, that peace of mind, it goes from being something fun that you like to something you kind of crave and you need. And and you mentioned kind of feeling secure, feeling like you're at home when you heard Batman, when you heard his Batman. And I don't, I don't know if I appreciated this other than uh, maybe when, when Carrie Fisher died, uh, of course, Princess Leia a few years ago. I don't, uh, I don't know if we ever, if I've ever experienced the grief of a celebrity death like this before, but it just, it took me back to when I was maybe the most emotionally vulnerable I'd ever been as a child. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, folks. I'm trying not to sniffle and, and blow out the audio here a lot, but it's uh, it's difficult here, but it, it took me back to a very vulnerable time in my younger life. And uh, it just, it made me appreciate it all the more for, for what escapism, for what fiction of any kind can mean to anybody, but especially to a child. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and so much of that came from, from, and and not, you know, it, there's a tendency in these moments when someone uh, famous passes away to, you know, to make them larger than life or to make Mm -hmm. them, out to be more or to, you know, to, to personalize their death in a way that um, can seem cliched. And, but I, I can tell you that the impact I like, I can remember playing, you play with your, your action figures as a child. Mm-hmm. When you're, when you're Batman, you're mimicking Kevin Conroy's voice. Yeah. Batman, Batman, Kevin Conroy was batman like there was no separation from 
from the two. Like that voice, his his performance became Batman. And when you begin hearing it in other other forms of media, when, you know, outside of the DCAU, when he started doing uh, the Batman Arkham games and was once again reteamed with Mark Hamill, there, that made those games so much more yes. enjoyable to me. Because, again, in your head, you have a voice for who Batman is. When you're reading comic books, you have a voice for who Batman is. And when Batman sounds like the Batman that you you called home for so many pivotal years of your childhood, yes, it does just it it just continues that thread, like you said, of of feeling a feeling safe, a feeling of the the escapism, mm-hmm. and and his ability, his you know, a, a classically trained actor that was bound for stage productions and having little to no success in his stage life happens to audition for a little little Batman animated series project that he knew little to nothing about. What was the likelihood of a New York actor who primarily did classics? I worked for Joe Papp at the Public, uh, San Diego Shakespeare, Hartford Stage, I did a lot of regional theater, did a lot of theater on Broadway and off Broadway, but a classically trained actor. What were the odds of the first animated audition he's invited to do is the animation of Batman. The first audition I went on for a voiceover. And you didn't even want to audition for that role. I wanted to audition for for Bullock. (laughs) Because I thought those are the character, the character, you know, I could be a really good character. I thought that'd be a more fun character. And because of the kind of roles I played, Edgar in Lear, Edmund in Lear, um, Achilles, uh, Orestes, Uh, Prince Hal, all of these classic epic heroes that the one role they would want me to read for is Batman, who is of all the DC characters, of all the animated universe, he is a classic Shakespearean type of actor. His whole life drama is a Greek drama. I mean, it's so epic. It's so his parents killed. His, oh, right. yeah. It's, yeah. It's a great drama. When Bruce Tim was describing to me the character, because the only Batman I knew was the Adam West Batman from the 60s. Mm. And Bruce Tim said, no, no, no. That's not what we're doing. We lo- Everyone loves Adam West, but that's not what we're doing. <laughs> he said, no. And he, he described to me the character and the tragedy of the background. So I just put myself into, you know, just putting my imagination in the booth. I went to this place. And, you know, this dark kind of broody voice came out. And I sort of found this character just in the audition, just improvising. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure in in interviews, he stated that he was even reluctant to do it because he didn't want to be, he didn't have any desire to play a, a Adam West style character, mm-hmm. which is what he assumed the Batman was going to be for this cartoon. So for, for him to then try out for this role, absolutely nail the... <laughs> the dichotomy of the Bruce Wayne Batman character to fully embrace and understand it in the audition to blow the people away responsible who had been searching. What did they say? I think there's a story that uh, Bruce Tim and Andrea Romano tell about auditioning just hundreds of, of actors mm-hmm. and just never quite finding the person. And then the moment that Kevin Conroy opened his mouth, it was, it was, 
game over. They were like, yeah. all right, we found him. We, we finally got him. Like so many things had to happen for that, that to, to fall into place there. You know, it, it's, it's yeah. not, it's not. Uh, I, and so for that reason, I don't think it's, it's, uh, it's cliched to say that the impact that his Batman made uh, on, on our lives as individuals. And as we know, so many people, you, he would go up to, you know, he was doing so many uh, comic conventions for so many mm-hmm. years and he just the video clips that you can find of him on YouTube interacting with fans who folks, we know like sometimes, sometimes comic book fans, we can be, we can be super goofy, <laughs> super weird, super socially awkward yeah, I don't think there was I, I never saw a single video where Kevin Conroy wasn't willing to smile, do the Batman voice, shake hands, sign autographs. He he embraced and loved that role for for so many reasons and, and, and so well that, it you know, it's this him passing is is truly a reason to mourn. You know, it's it's a it's a sad day. It's a sad day that we will never again hear a new performance from him but on the flip side of that is we have so much kevin conroy batman you know that lives that will live on for for decades and 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 you know centuries beyond his actual performance that um you know it's it's going to be a long time before people forget the name of kevin conroy yeah i think one thing those uh those con appearances and and the, the reunions and and you know, of course came back to voice Batman, as you said, in the Arkham games or in some of the more recent direct-to-video uh, DC animated movies. He got to play Bruce Wayne in live action in the uh, the Arrowverse a couple of years ago. Um, uh, I'm, uh, you know, he, he got to have his flowers while he was still here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's invaluable. I think... Uh, and you see that, and and uh, in the way again, a lot of a lot of tributes poured in from all the actors. We're not going to read through all of them. Certainly, we couldn't. Uh, I don't think we have enough time for that. But uh, but you saw uh, whether it was Susan Eisenberg or or Michael Rosenbaum, anyone who was on the con circuit with him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Diane Pershing, John Glover, uh, Lauren Lester, uh, just the the warmth and the kindness he had was just a real uh, and the love he had for his fans and getting to you know, give that experience to people and let them see their Batman uh, in mm-hmm. person and meet their Batman. Uh, he did. I think he did appreciate what that meant to uh, to people. And and the fact that he was able to see that I always go back to, you know, m- maybe my favorite movie of all time. It's, it's almost Christmas time is upon us. It's a, it's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. And the whole story of that movie is about one man being shown what he meant to an entire town of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and thankfully, you know, Kevin, Kevin Conroy, in, in his case, got to travel the world and, you know, go to cons in Mexico and Ireland and, and all over the world and, and hear what he meant to an entire world's worth of people as yeah. his character. Um, and uh, so if, if you're looking for the silver linings in, in these very dark clouds, I think it is, it is, something to hold on to that he did i think he did know and he did appreciate certainly what he meant to all of us even if not every single one of us ever got to personally meet him and shake his hand and thank him Mm -hmm. um he he not only appreciated that but reciprocated that to those that were 
thanking him and, and giving their joy to him. I think he was, you know, such a kind and generous man to, to give that back to all of us. Um, you know, he, uh, uh, through the, through the, uh, the, the modern wonders of the internet and, uh, and the cameo service, he intros our show every week. Yeah. Um, yep. and if you've ever seen any of the other cameos, uh, that he's left, he took a lot of personal time and, uh, an effort with the messages that he gave to people. Um, our friend Maddie from Watchtower database has a lovely message that they put on their, uh, on their on the the Watchtower database social media, I, I invite you to check it out if you haven't seen it already. Um, but he was just he was so kind, and he he just was such a a really he always seemed to know what to say when uh, when when talking about anything, whether it was something as silly as as you know who would win in a fight between Batman and Superman, or something more more serious like you know talking to someone who was going through a uh, you know a, a particularly difficult time in in their in their personal lives. So. Uh, he, he, him being able to give that gift to other people and, and then also receive, receive our, our, all of our joys back, I think is, uh, it's great that he got to experience that and that, uh, before his passing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, it's still hard to grasp. It's still hard to, to really consider the fact that, uh, there's, there's such finality in this and, um, but as you said, there's there is comfort in the fact that he under hopefully understood how loved that he was, and you know not to not I, I don't want to get uh, I don't want to get uh, controversial or like, <laughs> but I know there's recently there's been some conjecture on on Twitter about lack of appreciation for voice actors versus you know versus uh, you mm-hmm. know. A- actual act you know movie actors and live action actors and how uh how voice actors are, are vastly underappreciated which i i wholeheartedly agree and some of that is yes. just the medium in which they which they work a, a visible a visible human being is always going to be more recognizable than somebody who only is known by their voice um but i i think it's it's wonderful to recognize that uh he got he did get to play batman so many times and then finally when he was when the arrowverse did the big crossover they went right to him mm-hmm. to cast as this alternate universe future bruce wayne batman um it, like it was just the culmination of of, of somebody who was so un, at, at times could be underappreciated and whether people know his name or not they they know him by his performance everyone mm-hmm. knows i am vengeance i am the knight i am batman like like people know that line i i literally just stood behind a guy at, at comic con who mm. used the form of that phrase and made jim lee inscribe <laughs> his, his vinyl pop with with that with that phrase and uh the guy the funny thing is the guy thought it was the guy thought it was from uh, the Batman and Jim Lee corrects him. He's like, no, that's, that's Kevin Conroy. That's Batman <laughs> animated series. So for, you know, you know, the line, you know, the, the, the performance, you may not have known the voice, the, the name behind the voice, but I just think it, it was so awesome that he finally got to portray Batman in live action. Um, it would have been interesting to see him get, get more opportunities to do that. But 
you know, I, I, I love that he didn't, he didn't in any way feel bitter or upset. Um, it was always, he was always very, very joyful and happy and all of the, you know, all the clips that I ever saw of him interacting with people. And that's, that's not something you can say about every single person. So, mm-hmm. uh, especially, especially if, if you have, if you feel like you've been slighted or you feel like you haven't gotten the recognition that you deserve, there's so many people that, that get bitter because of that. But yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I know that you said that there was, uh, you were listening to him, uh, on, on, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what's the flash and Lex Luthor on Smallville. But I know that you said that there was a, there was another story that you shared with me that was really so heartwarming. And I think gives you a little bit of insight into, uh, what, what Mr. Conroy's personality really was. And that is somebody who did look for those, uh, look not to be bitter about things and look yeah. not to be, um, to hold resentment against people. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So for, uh, he, he speaks about the, the death of his father and, uh, they had had a very contentious relationship. He talks about, there's you know a lot of, a lot of alcoholism, a lot of, uh, abuse, but he had sort of, uh, after a, an acting mentor of his had sort of told him that, you you should if you do not do everything you can to make this right you will regret it forever he sort of took that advice to heart and he took care of his father in his last years and uh, on the night that his father died uh, he said that his father sort of stared out the window and and kept uttering this this same refrain of of the great conroy and sort of shaking his head and he you know he took that to mean that he was sort of looking, his father was sort of looking over his own life and looking at how he had wasted his life. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he, Kevin, Kevin spoke about how he took that moment to not as a moment to be bitter for all of the hardships that had been caused directly by his father. And for ev- he had every reason to be bitter. He had every mm-hmm. reason to hold on to that hatred in his heart for the yep. rest of his life. Um, and he chose to instead look at that as the best lesson anyone ever gave him, which was how not to live, to not live with hate in your heart, to appreciate those that are around you to appreciate, to make sure that you give love and support to those that love and support you. Um, and I, I thought that was such a beautiful story. He, he, he kind of finished it off and said that he has no ghosts. He had no ghosts in his life because he had sort of learned from his father and through this experience of taking care of his father and in, in his father's dying days, uh, you know, how, how to live and how, how not to live more importantly. And the fact that he was able to amongst all of that pain and frustration and horrible feelings that one could and should have for a situation like that, he took only sort of the best lesson out of it and looked at it as his father kind of giving him, this one last piece of advice before he passed. And I, I was so, I was so moved by that. It was, it was such, I thought such a beautiful way to look at it because, it, and again, if I were in the same situation he was, I don't know that I could have taken that lesson. Mm. I don't know that I would have been willing to try to, to make that effort to be there for, to, for my father on his, on his deathbed. If, 
if if I had the type of childhood that he had. So yeah. the, just the the that that podcast uh, with Michael Rosenbaum, you sh- it's it's a great listen. He also speaks about getting cast as Batman. Some of the stories you were already telling Cal about being a a a non voiceover working theater actor and suddenly getting cast in this in this animated series. Uh, it's a it's a great podcast, and I, I definitely recommend everyone going out of their way to listen to it. But uh, yeah, it was that that particular story is is so so beautiful, and I think such a great lesson that he that he took, and then he then passed on to everyone that's listened to it. That uh, you know there there is a way to find a way to make yourself better and to make the people around you better, even in these moments of of true truly terrible crisis that you might find yourself in. I think that's a, I think that's a, that's a great charge to give people is to, you know, seek out some of that, uh, you know, if you didn't know much about him other than his performance uh, of, of Batman, there's, there's several, I think, podcasts that he's done over the last, uh, last several years that you can go back and check out and hear some of that content, not only, not only help you, help you get some of the history of Batman, the animated series and some, some stories about him and his first, uh, the first time that he interacted with Mark Hamill's Joker and some of the other the other great stories that he had, but uh, you know, learning more about him as a as a person and his story, it, it, you know, gives you that that better insight to appreciate the the man that he was. And uh, you know, the I think the 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 thing that that uh, we also I'll, I'll speak for you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think the the best tribute that you can give him is is to you know share share those things share what share what impact uh you know his it's as silly as it may be like I, I think uh the more that we stuff stuff feelings and and uh and ex- and and the things that we're experiencing down the worse uh the worse it gets for us so if, if you're if you're sad about this if you have thoughts and things that that you felt impacted by 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 and Mr. Conroy's incredible performance as Batman or, uh, you know, w- whatever iteration of Batman, maybe you're, maybe you were too, too young or weren't even born when Batman, the animated series was on, but Batman beyond or justice league was, mm-hmm. was your experience or your first experience, or, you know, maybe, maybe it's in one of the DC animated films. I think talking about it and sharing about it, we'd, we'd love to hear your thoughts and, and, and uh, memories and and the impact that that he made you know uh, liam posted a, a beautiful tribute to to him on our instagram at dcau review and on uh on twitter as well you can you can interact with us or you know if, if you don't feel comfortable sharing your thoughts in, in the public forum you know send us a send us a dm you know we we love to love to chat with you and no, nothing is worse than than going through sad times or or times of mourning by yourself so you know, if you're if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you just wanna wanna share one of those thoughts. If, if that's therapeutic for you, I, I I encourage you to do so with us or with other people. And you know, I I think you know continuing to to enjoy his performances and looking back at at, at the effort and appreciating the just the the tremendous work that was his career is such a a great way that you can t- continue to appreciate um, his you know, what he meant to you and revisiting. That's why we're going to continue as long as we possibly can to, to talk right. about these cartoons. You know, it's, it is there. It, it weirdly is. And I don't think before Liam said it today, uh, other, you know, we talk about nostalgia every single week, but nostalgia mm-hmm. is such a powerful thing. 
Like there is a reason why nostalgia is is the the strongest motivator for so many people. You know, it can be it can be dangerous, it can be exploited, mm-hmm. but there's so many great things about nostalgia that uh, that you know that can be therapeutic for you that you can really uh, look look back and, and remember those times and remember the, the good times that you had or, or the things that you've experienced in life and you know I encourage you can continue to do so you know <laughs> we're going to continue doing it as well yeah yeah and and like Cal said what if if you don't feel comfortable sharing it publicly uh, you can send us a DM on Instagram or, or Twitter if you'd rather share your thoughts privately that's that's totally fine um I don't, I don't think any emotion or any, any, any memories you want to share, none of them are a bad idea. So um, I hope, I hope people feel, feel comfortable sharing that stuff with us. Uh, like, like we said, we'll probably, we, we will definitely have a more uh, long, long form tribute. Uh, well, we're going to, we're going to work on in the, the, the weeks and months to come here. Um, I'm sure we'll be, we'll be talking about Kevin Conroy and, for I the think, rest of our podcast's life. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think, I think it would it would honor him whether whether it's next month or or it's maybe in January. But I, I think having a a Kevin Conroy month would be great, where we just yeah. look back at some of some of the you know we've already kind of taken a look back at some of the the best Batman animated series episodes or some of the ones that uh, we wanted to revisit. But I think revisiting some of those ones where his performance just stood out as mm-hmm. just an incredible one, you know, right off the top of my head, his performance as Bruce in Robin's reckoning where he, where he counsels Dick, um, you know, as Dick is going through his own mourning (laughs) and you know, the way that the, the sympathetic way that, that he delivers that line is, is Bruce where Dick is asking him, does the hurt ever go away? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and his, his beautiful response to that and the way he delivers those lines, just absolutely perfect. Like, um, or, or when he's pleading with his parents, you know, I didn't yeah. expect, I didn't expect to be happy. Like mm. I didn't expect this in, in Mask of the Phantasm uh, where he's, he's struggling with this, this idea, like what, what a performance, what an incredibly delivered line. Um, so I think re- revisiting some of those, those all time great performances from him is definitely on the docket here, whether it be next month or, or coming up in January, but yes. uh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, as you said, we'll continue this for the, for the duration of the podcast. We, we rarely miss an opportunity to, to praise Mr. <laughs> Conroy and, and whatever, whatever medium we are discussing a performance that he's doing, but um, you know, I think it'll be extra special now when we talk about it, um, you know, knowing that this is, this is the, this is his legacy. This is, this is what will live on for years and years and years after he's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking forward to, like we said, exploring him and doing a, a, a tribute that will hopefully do him justice in the future. Um, as as we wrap up today, I, I did have a few quotes I thought would be would be nice for us to read. Um, I uh, I'm gonna read it. This is right from the the Warner Brothers press release that was uh, that was that was released earlier this morning when when the news first hit. We have a, a quote from Andrea Romano who said, uh, "Kevin was far more than an actor whom I had the pleasure of casting and directing." He was a dear friend of 30 plus years whose, whose kindness and generous spirit knew no boundaries. Mm. Uh, 
Uh, Mark Hamill added that uh, Kevin's warm heart, delightfully deep laugh, and pure love of life will be with us forever. Mm. Um, he uh, he said he was uh, he said that Kevin was one of his favorite people on the planet, and that he loved him like a brother. Mm. And uh, and uh, and then finally, we had some quotes from Paul Dini here, who said that uh, Kevin Kevin brought a light with him everywhere. Uh, whether in the recording booth, giving it his all, or feeding first responders during 9-11, or making sure every fan who ever waited for him had a moment with their Batman, he was a hero in every sense of the word, and that he was irreplaceable and eternal. Mm. Which is, uh, not surprisingly, perhaps, Paul Dini has a way with words, but... <laughs> um, and I know, I, I think I sent that to you, Cal. There's a, I thought, uh, Clancy Brown, of course, the, the voice of Lex Luthor, on Superman and Justice League and who worked with Kevin many times over the years, I thought had a, a pretty great uh, summation of what uh, Kevin meant as an actor. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I had to take a deep breath here because this one's, this one's, uh, this one's pretty great. Yeah. It says uh, Bruce imagined him talking, of course, about Bruce, Tim, Andrea found him once found, Kevin kicked the door open for all of us to bring to you the amazing characters of the DCAU. Kevin, my friend, my colleague, my hero, we will all miss you terribly. You are a singular soul. <laughs> Thank you. Now rest. Man. Yeah. I love, I love that too, because you, you look at the actors, <laughs> you look mm -hmm. at the people here who are sending in tributes. Clancy Brown is an actor in his own right that has a, a legendary, quite legendary career between not only voice acting, but also has done some, some great live action work as well. Mm -hmm. So for him to say that Kevin was the one that kicked the door in for, and really set the precedent for everybody else in the DCAU, every voice that came after Kevin was, was, first the door was first kicked in by kevin conroy himself to bring in these legendary actors and these people to just give these incredible performances so that's somebody that that we talk about a lot we've talked about a lot of people potentially being yeah. on the mount rushmore of voice actors for the dcau kevin conroy is is undoubtedly it's not yeah. pick number one <laughs> he's the number one overall draft yeah. pick and it's so incredible to see somebody who, in his own right, is his own his own celebrated. It's Mr. Krabs, for goodness sake! Like <laughs> the man, the man is is the voice of, of a character on the arguably the most popular children's cartoon of the last fifty years, mm -hmm. and he here is giving praise as the man who set the precedent for the entire DCAU in in Kevin Conroy. So, man, uh, it doesn't doesn't get bigger than that I, I think forget the mount rushmore i think we just give him the the <laughs> the, the lincoln memorial or the the, right. the washington monument or something <laughs> like just he gets his own he gets his own place to be honored absolutely and uh i think as as we wrap up here uh, as as mentioned Ke uh, kevin was pretty active on cameo and uh i want to share just these words from uh you can find it at it's at the bat underscore family uh, shared this cameo that she was gifted. And these are Kevin's own words here. And uh, I think this is a good way to go out um, for today. You don't have to be a superhero to want to give to your family. 
your friends, or to leave the world a better place. Hmm. All you have to do is try to care enough to try. What's important is the people in your life, the lives you touch and the people who touch your life. So that'll, uh, that'll wrap us up for today. I, uh, I, I thank you everyone for listening. Um, like, like we said, please feel free to share messages with us on, on Twitter or, uh, or Instagram of your own personal memories or, or leave them in the comments. If you're listening to this on YouTube and uh, on, on one last personal note, uh, you know, Cal, you and I are fortunate in that we've had a very good relationship for my whole life, mm-hmm. but um, doing this show has given us a, a reason, a, an extra reason to be in constant contact with each other Yep, and to speak to each other every week. And if it's, you know, five or 10 minutes before we record and we talk to each other about our work or something funny that happened or something, it's, it's always great. And it's never time wasted. And without Kevin, we don't have that. So <laughs> I, love you, I love you, man. And I, I love you. Love you too. And we love, uh, we love Kevin Conroy for that. <laughs> boy, so. boy, do we ever No, that's. That's the perfect way to end it. Absolutely. (sighs) Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will catch you on the next episode of the DCAU Reveal. Bye-bye.